35 years old and nothing to show for it. A lesson in perception and perspective. You're listening to somebody right now that has had more jobs than years that they've been here. That's right. Something that I'm not necessarily proud of, but being transparent is the number one thing. Now, we've all been through a lot. I don't know how old you are, but whatever you've gone through, or maybe you feel the exact same way as what I just said, you insert your age, and then in your mind, you say, and I've got nothing to show for it. But is that true? What do I mean by this? What do I mean by is that true? I mean, do you believe this? Do you actually believe that after all the years that you've been here that you've accomplished nothing I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now that that is a lie absolute lie and let me tell you why every day you wake up Maybe you stretch a little bit. Maybe you put your feet off the edge of the bed. You stand up. You go look at yourself in the mirror. Analyze who this person is every morning. And you decide right then and there how your day is going to be. Because you had the choice to look at yourself there and either lift yourself up or allow the thoughts that should be held captive, like the, man, this day is not going to be good. I'm not looking forward to this. I look like crap. Why isn't my hair working the right way? Why isn't this working? Why? Oh, man, now now I got to go back. You know, you shut the door. You forgot something. You have to go back. So you speak those things into existence. You guys... It is so, so easy to get into the habit of cutting your own self down. Whether you're, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what age you are. I know that there are a lot of age, even children listen to this podcast and any age in between. If you think you have accomplished nothing, go ahead and hold that thought captive because that is not true. Now, I started this off by telling my age, 35 years old, right? And the the thing following that, the sentence following that was, and I've got nothing to show for it. That is something that has been in my mind for a long time. It doesn't matter if I'm 35, 34, 33, 32, 31, and so on and so forth. It's always been a constant thing in my mind. Like, I have nothing to show for this. It's because I'm focused on the wrong things in my life. I'm focused on the negative aspects of things. What I'm not realizing is when I kick my feet off the edge of the bed and stand up in the morning and take a deep breath, 
that's another breath. That's a blessing in and of itself. The fact that I am still here. Come on, guys. Put that in perspective here. You're still here. You may not, you may feel like you don't know what you're here for. But as long as breath goes into your lungs in the morning, you're here for a reason. That purpose is going to come to fruition. So you're going to either accept it or you're going to reject it. Our perception on life is so important. From the little choices we make which turn into big choices from looking at ourselves in the mirror in the morning either talking negatively or positively affirming ourselves that is a choice that is a choice that we made so if you get up in the morning and you're like this is going to be a great day I feel really good about this day I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and I'm going to make this day the best day that I can You right then spoke that all into existence. So congratulations because those are the thoughts that you should not be holding captive. Those are the things that should be flying out of our mouth. You know, praise God that we have the ability to speak life into ourselves. And when you do that, when you speak life into yourselves, you're going to turn around and everything that you do in that day is going to speak life into someone else. Maybe someone that didn't want to speak life into themselves that day. Maybe they woke up defeated, maybe depressed, maybe anxious. Maybe they are thinking and letting their mind be consumed with something that they just can't put down. That they just can't stop thinking about. But you go up to them, you give them that smile and look them straight in the eyes. Maybe you gave them a handshake or a hug and you changed their whole day around. Because now they're thinking, what does this guy or what does this girl have that I don't? How are they so joyous? Why why are they shedding such a light when it's a Monday? I know it's not Monday today, it's just a point. But that's the thing. It only takes one lit match to put up against another against another lit match to light the rest of them to ignite and expand that light so if you go and positively affirm yourself in the morning and you walk in that all day you're walking around as that match and you are lighting everybody else's light and you know what happens that light gets expelled to somebody else That light gets passed from that person and now they have that light. You gave them the ability to be positive. And you know that God gave you the ability to make the conscious decision and have the free will to speak that into existence for your own life. So if you woke up today that's a blessing if your kids came up to you today and gave you a hug that's a blessing 
if you went to work today, that's a blessing. I cannot tell you how many times that I have been at a job and I have legitimately prayed to get that job and then I get it and I end up not liking it. And you know what? Because I speak that into existence, everything that I do from then on makes that job <laughs> makes 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 me end up leaving that job either either getting fired or leaving and you know what I always have an excuse always oh that supervisor didn't treat me right I didn't get respect from that person these people don't it doesn't feel like they even want me here you know why they don't want me here because I walked in with a negative attitude. I walked in with a perception to everybody else that I hated that I was there. And that is just one of the reasons why I said in the beginning of this that I've had so many different employments. You guys, I have been everything from a ministry leader to a radio DJ. My very first job was at Culver's as a runner. For those of you who know, know what that is, that's me bringing food to other people. It was a cake job. 14 years old, making $5.15 an hour with no bills to pay. What did I do? I allowed myself to get offended. I did. I started to get bullied by some of the kitchen staff and I let that root in me and I walked out of a perfectly good opportunity. That's the difference. When I've left, when I left that day, when I was 14 years old and I left that first job that I went to the interview and I dressed up for and I prepared myself for and I shook their hand and looked them in the eyes, I felt such a, a, a sense of accomplishment when I got that job. And then I threw it away. And I threw it away because of how I felt. Now, I'm not saying that I actually wasn't hurt by what people said. But looking back on that time, you guys, I should have stuck it out. Because those same people that used to make fun of me, now if I see them around, they'll say, hey, what's going on, man? They'll greet me now. Because they probably don't remember what they did, nor is it really relevant at this point in time. What I'm trying to let you guys know is that we make these decisions all the time. That's why this is a lesson in perception and perspective. And then from that job on, I took that everywhere. I perceived myself as a certain way 
and because I perceived myself that way, that is what their perception became of me. So even though deep down I knew I was a hard worker and I knew I was this and I knew I was that, I developed this horrible, horrible authority issue. You couldn't tell me anything. Nothing. I'm I'm telling you guys the absolute truth. You could not sit down and tell me anything because in my mind... Everybody had a different bad intention towards me. Because somebody said something at one job, I thought they were always talking badly about me, even behind my back at others. So I ended up giving up opportunities that could have been absolutely incredible. In every single opportunity that had been there, even, even some of them were legit. Some of them were legitimate things, but a majority of them were not. I didn't fight for myself in those moments. I didn't fight to make a conscious decision to move forward. I allowed myself to leave and not look back. And you know what that did to me? It made me look inconsistent. It made me feel inconsistent. So now at 35 years old, when I'm sitting in a church parking lot, recording a podcast for all of you guys to listen to, from a physical realm, I don't have much, you know? Today I did a Facebook Live. I don't know how many of you caught it, but today I did a live and God really spoke to me through it as I was doing the live. I was heavy after that live, let me tell you what. But during it, I was telling everybody that... This is not a time where we should be so stressed out because there are so many, like right now, for example, single moms, single dads, and then just everybody all around, you're stressed out during this time because, let's face it, it's, it's become a big deal to do with consumerism. You know, we've got Black Friday... Which now cuts Thanksgiving Day in half. So now you have people leaving your gathering where you're supposed to be focused on your attitude of gratitude and what you're grateful for. And they're leaving to go get the best deal at 5 p.m. on Thursday. That's so sad to me. It really is. There's nothing. There is nothing on this earth that is more important than fellowshipping with the people that you're with and people around you. 
adopting that grateful heart that I told you and I challenged you to do in episode 11 is a decision that you have to make. It's not one that I can make for you. It's a decision it's a decision that you have to make yourself. And I know a lot of you did it. And you know, praise God for that cuz that's super exciting to me and I want to know how that went for you. Because I tell you what, there has been this past week has been a trial. And it all started off with with me anticipating things, and this goes back to the what to expect when you're expectant, being expectant of things, but expecting it to happen on my time. What I realized is that it doesn't matter what my timeline is. Because if God were to give me what I am desiring right now, he knows that I wouldn't be ready for it, nor would I be a good steward to it. And I'm just being honest. Because that is that is what I have been feeling. And that's what he's been telling me is that you're just not ready. It's not the right time. And then I'm over here sitting, well, then when is the right time? You know, in, in, the, in, in this point, when is the right time? And you know what? It's his. He's going to make the things happen that were supposed to happen and everything is going to fall in place and it's going to be in his perfect timing. always get so much like of a word from from these episodes so thank you god it's amazing you guys in this time okay in the time coming up to the birthday of Christ practice that attitude of gratitude okay and realize what this time is not about Coming up is a time of celebration and it has nothing to do with fancy wrapped gifts under a decked out tree. Has nothing to do with it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because I too have those traditions. It's what I grew up with. But what I didn't realize is I never took a step back to see. My eyes have been completely opened to to see that we've overshadowed the birth of Christ with the next, next best deal. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Like, we're not even thinking about what it's really about. We are thinking about what we can get. And when we can't get those things, when our finances don't allow it, we get down and we fall into depression. Because we want so badly 
to let the people that we love experience the joy and see their face light up when they open this thing. But let me tell you this, moms, dads, you want to know what the most important, 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 the most important gift that you can give to any of your kids or any of your family? It is your time. Now I said this on the live and after I got off of the live I started to think about it and I got really heavy you guys. And I got heavy about what? About the fact that I thought that I may not be able to give Emerson anything on Christmas Day. But then you know what immediately rushed into my head in that still little voice and that whisper? Give him you. Give him your time. If he asks you to play a game with him on his phone, even if you're not interested, give him that time because that's what he's going to remember. He's not going to remember a video game for a PlayStation 4 that you bought him one Christmas when he's older. When he's in his 30s and he has his own family, he's not going to remember that gift. He's going to remember the time that I took to spend with him. The laughs that I shared and the wisdom that I gave him. It's so important for you to realize that this time of year is not about gifts. Okay? It's not about gift giving. It's about receiving the gift. Christ was born on Christmas. And a majority of us We're not kneeling next to the king. We're kneeling next to a tree. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Um, Wow. Just let me encourage you guys right now. If you're in a place right now where you're anxious where you're depressed because you're focusing on what you don't have, what you're focusing on what you can't give. Can you just close your eyes for a second? I'm doing it with you. Now, I got this idea from uh, Rihanna Arfston's book, Polished and Concealed. Close your eyes. Picture that, I don't know, what's the term? Picture that happy place. 
whether it's a beach, you know, like where, or like you, you tent somewhere, where's your favorite place to be or where would you love to be or love to visit? Now breathe in and out. Picture yourself. Like right now, when I read that in that book, I closed my eyes at that point. And you know what I pictured? A mountain. Just so high up, like the best oxygen I've ever breathed in. And I was looking out over what seemed like a bunch of clouds so I couldn't see what was down in those valleys. But now with your eyes closed, picture Jesus right next to you. Now talk to him. You feel that? On that mountaintop? You look over at those clouds and you don't see what's next, but do you feel that peace? Do you feel that peace that he gives you that you cannot explain? Because I'm telling you right now, I do in a big way. I don't know what comes next. I don't know what these clouds in front of me are covering, but I do know one thing. That God's standing right next to me. And he's got me. So it does not matter what is ahead of me because it's already been planned out. Breathe in that, just take that in. How cool is that, that everything is already planned out, that you can choose to have peace. And if you communicate with God, wherever you're at, with your eyes closed right now, if you're communicating and you're talking to Jesus and you're finding that peace, Let yourself be in that moment. Let yourself be enveloped in that never-ending joy. You know that I'm always on these episodes speaking to the one person that needs to hear it most. If that is you, stop worrying, okay? Stop worrying about what you may or may not have or what you can or you cannot give. Lay those worries and those cares at the feet of Jesus because he's right next to you. You might think I sound crazy, but I feel him in this car right now. And I have so much peace not knowing what tomorrow brings because I trust that he knows what he's doing. Because I certainly don't. Every single one of you listening is blessed and highly favored. Every single one of you. Whether you have a relationship with God or not. Whether you've 
backslid and you've walked away a thousand steps and you feel like, you know what? He's just not there. I can't feel him. Where are you? It's okay. You can scream that. Scream to the heavens. Where are you? He wants the communication from you. He needs that. He needs you to focus on him because then you'll stop focusing on you. Because outside of him, you can do nothing. Outside of him, I can do absolutely nothing. You guys, whatever, whatever you're struggling with right now, whatever season that you're in, if you're in a situation where you're realizing that you may have to separate yourself from some people. It may just be a season. It might not be a season. It might be for the long run. But if God has planned it, no man can do anything else about that. In Matthew 10, 11 through 15, it says that Jesus told the apostles, the disciples, that when they go into an area and they don't feel like they were blessed in that area or they don't feel like they were accepted in that area don't carry that with them dust off those feet so you can move forward because you're just gonna get that that muck and that dirt caked on and it's gonna make it so much harder to move forward so dust off your feet and move forward in your life because whoever is in your life is going to be in it if it is in God's plan Amen. You guys, I am more humbled right now than I ever have been in my whole life. At times, we need to do that, we need to humble ourselves. We need to take a step back. And we really need to stop waiting until we hit bottom to look up. God loves us regardless. 
He really does. I know he loves me. Because he said yes to me. Before I said yes to him. He said yes to this mess. He knew exactly the decisions that I would make. He knows exactly every decision you make, whether good and bad, and he says yes to you. So if you're sitting here right now, and this resonates with you in any way, if you've never accepted Christ before, or if you backslid at some point in time, if you've just been not looking to him at all recently, in fact, you may be going the exact opposite of him right now. If you feel led, I want you to say this with me. God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you've done. Help me to not lose focus in this inconsistency that I call life. And thank you for being consistent always. The same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. Thank you for loving me even when I can't love myself. Thank you for being here and working on me even when I can't see or feel you anywhere near me. Thank you for giving me the voice to reach the one that needs to hear it most. Thank you for dying. Thank you for saying yes to this mess. Thank you for continuing, continually saying yes, even when I've said no. Lord, I give you my life. I'm done. I can't do this by myself. I need you to be Lord of my life, to help me fulfill the purpose that you have instilled in me since the day that I was born.
Now, if you followed along with me and you said those words, welcome to the family. If you haven't yet, if you just didn't feel like doing it, that's okay. It really is. This is not a forced thing. Grace is a free gift. Just as Jesus' birth is the gift. You guys, he's not going to allow you to lose sight of how great you are because of who he is. So if you're sitting there right now downtrodden and you just don't know what to think or say, or if you're crying and you're looking up and you're screaming at the sky wondering where he's at, I assure you he's right there. Believe and receive his timing and I promise you, I promise you that you will find that joy and that peace beyond all understanding. So you, listening right now, whether 35, 34, 3, 2, 1, down or up, any age, I want you to say this right now. And I'm going to say this with my age. I am 35 and I have everything to show for it because I am grateful for what he's done and who he's made me. And I will not worry about tomorrow because I know it's already planned. I will not worry about what I have to eat or what I have to drink or if I'm going to have enough money to get that certain gift that my kid wants because you know what? A gift does not show your children that you love them. You do. Your time. Your smile. You're tucking them in. You're reading them a bedtime story. You're watching a movie with them. Your time is the most valuable thing that you have moms and dads so make the best of that time I'm feeling led to say this as I close out every single one of you listening in whatever avenue either in headphones or on your radio I want every single one of you to know that he is proud of you. And because of that, I am proud of you. And you are worth it. And you are absolutely never alone. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 12, Imbalance Podcast Radio. I am AJ Carlson. God bless.